It's time to watch The Muppets with special guest Tony Randall. truck commercials i don't remember when they collaborated was it because they both have oh energizer batteries yeah they have energizer batteries because has truck is like one of those toys that like touts itself as like we come with batteries it's 45 dollars, but don't worry it comes with the batteries well now i think that's normal like now i think things do come with batteries i think so too yeah because people were like you know what i'm sick of this not coming yeah. with batteries bullshit. you know what things need to come with now like, especially because it's Christmas. Well, now things are rechargeable, things, too. Like Sorry. Video games consoles need to come already updated. Why do I have to plug it in, power Ugh, it to the internet? forever. And now I have to wait six hours for software Are we specifically updates? talking about the PlayStation? The PlayStation, yes. yeah. I remember when I got the PS4 for Christmas years ago, it was like the hot gift. Everybody got one for Christmas, right? And then Not me. The PlayStation Network was down because, because Sony got hacked. Oh, yeah. Because they put out that movie... With um, Kim Jong Un. With Kim Jong Un. <laughs> Kim Jong Il. Kim Jong Un. Where? It, it, what was that movie called? It was with James Franco. Yeah, with James Franco and Seth Rogen, the Diplomat. The Diplomat, something like that. Whatever. Hi, Megan. By the Diplomat, <laughs> you just mean Dennis Rodman. When you said that, I just thought Dennis Rodman. Okay. Hi, Dougie. How are you? I'm good. I'm I'm a little hibernation right now with yeah. this weather and this darkness. I feel like that's like tis the season. <sighs> tis the season. I can't. Why don't you get me started? I don't know. I feel like should we should we get going with this? You have a a little prompt. That's right. We're watching the Tony Randall episode of The Muppet Show. It's time to watch The Muppets, Meg. And that was Bikini Kill with their song, Tony Randall. That song is called Tony Randall. That's hilarious. (laughs) All right. So we watched the Tony Randall episode of The Muppet Show airing in the UK on November 2nd, 1980 and in the US on October 25th, 1980. Cold open. A mysterious Cockney man arrives to inform Pops that the guest star, Tony Randall, is unable to appear on the show. Tony Randall sent me to say he can't be a guest star. He's he's come down with a rare disease. But stop that. I recognize you. You're Tony Randall. Rats. Come on now, youngster. Take your medicine like a man. You're right. I can take it. I'm going to go up those stairs and do this crummy show. I wish he was still Scooter doing, you know. He says, oh, come on, youngster. Take it like a man. Five seconds to show. Like, I know. I wish it was that. I, I don't, know you I love. don't have any patience for Pops. Oh, my God. Stop with the, the Scooter thing. I don't love Scooter, Megan. <laughs> but I do miss the knock at the door. This Pops thing is bullshit. Yeah, I it's agree. Like, it's, a, it's like a shitty way to go out because I, I feel like the show... That was, like, kind of perfect. This feels like you work your way up to Scooter. Like, this should have been, like, the season two opener bit I wonder why they did this. I, I don't wish know. I could ask. Like, why did you switch to Pops? Frank. Why did we introduce more, like, stagehands and people who work in the back? You know? I don't know. Because I was watching... Oh, 
Well, wouldn't it be Scooter who gets everybody ready anyway to say, it like, okay, still be. the guest is in the dressing room. That's like, what I'm kind of trying to figure out is why did you guys hire another person, to another Muppet, to work in this theater? Was Scooter not doing a good enough job? Is this Scooter's, like, uncle's... You think this is, like, Scooter's... Yeah. Uncle's, uncle's dad. Brother. Yeah, uncle's, da- uncle's dad. It's Scooter's pops. Grandpa. Sco- it's Scooter's pops. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, Christ. Okay, so during the Muppet Show theme, Gonzo's trumpet is replaced with a fish. When he blows into it, bubbles are heard. The opening act takes place in the caveman days, where every woman wore furs, every man had a private club, and backyard barbecues were truly mammoth. The cave pigs, scolding their children and joined by a saber-toothed tiger and a brontosaurus, sing Yakety Yak. And Zoot joins them on the saxophone. Dude, this, this was really good. Strong opener. I anytime you open with the pigs, the pigs know how to open a show. And the pigs look crazy. They in look this, like They look straight out of the Flintstones movie. They look yeah, but they also look like I kind of love this because they also look they're like kids Muppets, but they look kind of like evil. Uh-huh. Yuckety yuck. Yeah, like this back. one in this picture here. With his, I don't he doesn't look like he has eyes. He just like scolding eyebrows. Yeah. He looks pissed. Who made up this song, Yakety Yak? I don't know. Let's click it. Yakety Yak. This feels like a song that's just It looks like exists. Oscar the Grouch. Yakety Yak was a hip-hop song for the Coasters in 1958. Written by Jerry Lieber and Mike Stoller. Well, they did oh, a good job. Oscar the Grouch sang it on an episode of and an, Oscar the Grouch sang it on an episode of Sesame Street. And Cookie Monster sang it during the 1994 Sesame Street live show. Cookie Monster barely talks. How did he fucking I, sing a song? Yeah, goody yak. I don't. I don't know. What? I didn't even do a Cookie Monster. That was like a caveman. Cookie. Why am I like? I now need to like. I know who does Cookie Monster. It's Frank. Well, Oz. I guess he's saying so stupid. I'm like, for who cookie. plays Cookie Monster? Frank Oz has a good singing voice, yeah. and we hear it when in the next episode when he's Piggy. I mean, yeah, when he Frank Oz sings as Piggy, he could have like he could sing. Yeah, he makes Piggy sound like shit most of the time, but oh. it's like that's part of it. Yeah, I love that we're recording at my house, so you almost spill your cup of water. Oops, <laughs> and we're recording at your house, so it didn't rain today. <laughs> <laughs> if I would have gotten on the road, the clouds would have, would have just followed me too. I'm like, oh, ridiculous. Uh, I feel like we should slow down just like a tiny bit, Megan. It's Christmas. Slow down. Look at my life. So, your life. Have you partook in in any Christmas traditions? Well, I was telling you that this season I ate a lot of donuts for Hanukkah. Mm-hmm. And then now that it's Christmas, I am eating a lot of chocolate for Christmas. Yeah. You have like an advent calendar? Uh-uh. No? You know, like you open the little door and then there's like a piece of chocolate for every day? No? No, I don't have anything special You're like just that. Just eating general, just chocolate. Oh, yeah, just like gifts that go- get sent to my office. Oh, you know what I did do? Mm-hmm. I watched Christmas Vacation with my kid Alex uh-huh. and... How did Alex like Christmas Vacation? He loved it. He really? thought it was like, This was the first time I ever saw it. Oh, you'd never seen like... No, I've you've never... seen clips at least? Maybe like maybe no, but clips, nothing. but I've never. Did you seen watch it straight, or did you watch it like on AMC or something? Like, did you watch it like? No, no, no. We we watched it like for real, for real. Cool. So you watched like the full like you know yeah when cousin Eddie is draining that fucking thing and he just turns and says like shitter's full and he's oh, like just pouring oh God, toxic toilet sludge 
The whole movie's so fucking funny. The f- movie's actually pretty funny. I liked it. My favorite, favorite, favorite scene in that movie, for some reason, it, Beverly D'Angelo's at her fucking best in Amazing. that movie, right? Like, I don't know. I, I I can't get enough of her in that movie in particular uh, versus the, the other ones, you know? Beverly D'Angelo, when she's in the kitchen getting things ready, and it's been revealed now that Audrey has to, like, share a room with Rusty... And Audrey comes in, and it's Juliette Lewis in this one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's like, I can't share a room with – I can't share a bed with him. Do you know what he does in his room? He's disgusting. Yeah, yeah. And then Beverly D'Angelo just goes, we're all making – we're all making – Sacrifices. Sacrifices this year. I'm sleeping with your father. (laughs) And then she goes to the top of the fridge, grabs cigarettes, lights a cigarette, and you hear in the background, you hear – Oh my God! Why can't I think of her name? Doris Roberts from Everybody Loves Raymond. Yeah. She goes, "Are you smoking?" Yeah, again? yeah. She's from like four rooms away. I don't know why that the whole mother-in-law. Scene is so Are fucking you funny smoking? To me. The yeah. nagging mother-in-law. Yeah, I love it. It oh. was actually a great. It was really fun. When they go and to then the cousin Walmart, Eddie at the end, he redeems himself. But I was like, so like, oh God, what the that fuck guy is he doing? stresses me the fuck out. He stressed me out, and then he really just uh-huh. redeems himself at the end. And I love at the very end of the movie when, like, the boss who gets kidnapped, like, Mm -hmm. the wife comes and he's like, wow, I canceled the bonuses for everyone. And she's like, you're such a jerk. (laughs) Like, or you're an, what an asshole or something. And the cops, like, bust in to get him because he's been kidnapped. Liz and I talk to each other in that the yuppie couple next door all the time. <gasps> with the, Julia I don't Louise. know, Margot. I <laughs> love that. They're really good at being, like, the straight it's, man. And the horrible shit that they deal with with that next door I neighbor. I love their matching tracksuits and everything. I, I truly it. feel like that is, that's mine and Liz's goals to be I that wish. couple. But except, like, we care about each other. Because I don't think, I don't, I don't know, you think Margot and Todd, like... No, not like really cared about each other, but like cared about each other enough that like they looked the part. Uh They like the same thing. They're little phonies. Yeah, they're a little phony. I mean, did you hear what they were talking? They were like talking. They were talking about like really superficial stuff at the Mm -hmm. dinner table when like the tree. What what happens? Like the electric goes out, the tree smash. Like I I don't even know. The one time the icicle shoots out of the out of the (laughs) freak accident. Yeah, so stupid. I love that movie. So that's actually the only Christmas movie I've seen this year thus far. Yeah, we watched White Christmas the other day with my grandfather in law, and I've never seen him watch television so wrapped before. He was like, he was fully in, and every time. Um, Vera Ellen started to dance. He would go, "Oh wow!" Like that, like you know, at what amazing. a great dancer she was. That movie's so good, and I was really excited to like, I don't know, kind of share that with him in a way. I mean, I'm sure he's seen it a couple times, whatever. But we went over to his house and made him dinner a couple nights ago, and I was like, you know, Liz and I haven't watched White Christmas, and we usually watch it every year together, you know. And he was like, "Oh, I'd like to do that," so we watched it with him, and it was like just such a delight to watch him, like you know, get watch a little it. charge out of it. It was kind of cool. Oh, that's so nice. I saw my grandma, if that counts for anything, and I gave her oh her God, Christmas yeah. gift, which is a gift that she loved, um, like a picture frame where anybody can upload pictures to. Those are cool. The skylight frame. This isn't an ad. Is it that one? Or is it one similar to that? It's one similar. I think, where you yeah. can like email photo. You can give access to a bunch of people yeah. and they can just send photos yeah. into it. It's so cool. She loved it. Yeah. yeah I, every podcast that I've been listening to has an ad for skylight frame. Well, it's frame. really great for like pick, like. Older folks who can't use a cell phone. Like and my grandma Susie doesn't lives know how to far use away now. She, you know. Yeah, I know. She so lives in St. Mary's, Georgia. Yeah, so that's so great with she all loved these, it. you know, grandbabies, great grandbabies that she has here now. I you know. know. She has great grandbabies. She's yeah. 93. Holy cow. 
she can't hear for shit. No, she they can't at that age. She <laughs> Well, okay. Let's keep going, and then I have something I want to share with you. You ready? Next, Miss Piggy stops by to visit Tony in his dressing room. There, she finds him reading a book of old spells. There's one to make it rain, one to make dogs make it stop rain. barking, and one to turn people into frogs. And then Tony reads, Zark, Zark, Jumbo, Klong, Klong, Jumbo. A spell to turn people into stone. And it works. Miss Piggy turns into stone, though apparently still alive, as she can be heard moaning inside. Which I think is very funny. And- <laughs> At first, Tony thinks that Miss Piggy is only joking after he has broken his hairbrush on her snout that he realizes what has happened. She's all gray. What do you mean she was joking? She changes color. I know. She looks like a statue. She looks like a statue. Like, this is one of those instances where they're like, we can make a statue looking Miss Piggy, but we need to tie her hair back. So she needs to have. Oh, yeah. Wait. (laughs) Oh, yeah. She was in her pigs in space outfit. Yeah. That's like the easiest outfit for them to statue. I imagine. Totally. Totally easy. A moment later, Kermit knocks on the door. Tony is quick to cover Piggy up. Kermit enters, asking if he knows where Miss Piggy has gone. I don't see her. Uh, Why don't you put somebody else on next? Uh, Put somebody else on? Yeah. I don't think Miss Piggy would stand still for that. Oh, I think she might. So then next, a Muppet string quartet plays Baccarini's, Megan, minute inmate in a A major. Minute? Minute. In a major? Minute in A major, a mischievous, <laughs> I don't have my glasses on, this is terrible, I need I'll to get it. them. <laughs> a mischievous cellist keeps poking the violinist with his bow. The violinist retaliates by push, pushing the celloist into the piano. The pianist, Candelabra, falls into this his piano, causing... The thing to set on fire, flutist bumps into the pianist. The pianist punches the flutist, and the whole thing ends with an explosion, just like old school Muppets. But they play the whole time. What this scene reminds, the way that they're dressed, it just reminds me of the movie Amadeus. Yeah, it very much looks like they just got a bunch of these little Amadeus wigs. I love that Everybody's movie. got like the pirate shirt on from Seinfeld. They're they all, should re-release the movie. Amadeus. They also look in like the next scene. They look like judges from like an old like uh, English thing. Like, you ever? Oh my god! Did you ever watch Law and Order UK? There's a Law and Order UK, dude, and it is just Law and Order, but in the UK. Oh, and I definitely want to go to the judge. It. The judge wears the fucking wig oh, and yeah, everything. They all wear the wigs. You still do that? That's yeah. nuts. That's absolutely yeah. insane. Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely insane. Do you wear wigs? Uh, no, I do not. Have you worn wigs? No, I have not. Will you wear wigs? Maybe. When will you wear wigs? (laughs) Backstage, Scooter tells Kermit that he can't find Miss Piggy, and he's looked everywhere. Kermit says that he assumes she would be in her dressing room. Turns out the only place Scooter didn't look. Scooter then asks Kermit what he should do with the string quartet. Kermit tells him to take them outside. Then what, Scooter asks. Kermit replies, lock the door. That's a very good bit of like. It wasn't. It was quick, too. It was like, just just take them out. Just leave them. Take them out. (laughs) (laughs) This episode's premise is pretty funny. The idea that like Miss Piggy is a statue now and Tony keeps like sneaking around with her and everything. (laughs) I'm out of my mind. 
it's been a day. I had my colleague put on because we were listening to Christmas music, and uh-huh. then I like looked up a playlist on Spotify. Spotify, yeah, mm-hmm. and I it was reggae Christmas. Like oh we put on, God. it was hilarious though. <laughs> I was like, thank you. I'm I'm really just at a point where I need to we just have one not. More day? I, yeah, and I get off two thirty tomorrow, thankfully. Jesus and then next week I'm only working like a real work day on Tuesday. Really. And then I took off on Thursday and Friday, and Wednesday I'm in the field, which means I get to go shopping at malls all day. <laughs> oh. You sell lipstick. I sell lipstick. You make lipstick. Actually, what, I did don't. you make lipstick? Is that what it is? We make lipstick. Yeah. <laughs> I, I make skincare. Now, before Tony can take Miss Piggy to the doctor, or perhaps a stonemason, Kermit shows up. Cornered, Tony has no choice but to show him what has happened. Wait. Fir- what? What's the infirmary in Hogwarts? What's her name? I'm I'm the one listening to the books the right now. The in Hogwarts. I have no idea. But you know, I do. When you ask me questions like that, sometimes I can snap I know, Harry that's Potter what, names. I don't know why. I know. That's why I quizzed you. The infirmary in Hogwarts. I don't know. Right now, I'm on um, book four, uh-huh. um, which is God. Goblet of Fire. Uh-huh. And we no- we do not yet know that Rita Skeeter is an unregistered animagus, and she's that fucking beetle. And yeah. she told the whole world that... Hagrid is a half giant. She's a bitch. <gasps> she is That's a bitch. Unforgivable. That's like Esquire magazine or Ugh, whatever, right? I That's hate her whole Rita deal. Skeeter. Where was I here? I'm sorry. Somewhere important. <laughs> at first, Something about an infirmary. <laughs> at first, Kermit assumes that it is a statue of Miss Piggy, a perfect likeness all the way to her fleshy jowls. Soon, Oof. though, Kermit learns the truth and panics. The guilt ridden Randall agrees to do anything he can to help. And Kermit tells him he can get ready for his number. Grateful, Tony goes to Kermit, dropping Miss Piggy over the railing. Did she break anything? Yeah, a couple of floorboards. Again, I don't know if they're making a fat joke or if Why not she's both? just a statue or both? whatever. A Muppets News Flash. Orchestra leader Zubin, Bach- Zubin Beckmesser was electrocuted with the absent-minded... <laughs> was electrocuted when he absentmindedly stuck his baton into an electrical socket. Oh, the newsman Jesus. claims he would have been killed if he weren't such a poor conductor. That's a very stupid joke. I like it a lot, actually. <laughs> Zubin sticks his baton in the newsman's nose. This episode, like, kind of doesn't have, um, actually, now that I'm thinking about it, like, a lot going on. Like, there's a lot going on. Tony Randall's seems a little misused, but it's like they're they're kind of doing that like he's a comedic actor. So I we're guess. putting him in these like weird situations. But like <sighs> I don't totally understand where the magic angle comes with Me him. Me neither. I don't get it. I don't know if yeah. he was in anything that had to do with magic, but like Neil Simon is a famous playwright and he was what was he, Felix and the Odd Couple? Yeah. I mean yeah. I don't know. This would have been a perfect time to cameo Oscar the Grouch in the show. Cameo Oscar the Grouch? Right, have... Burton Ernie were in years ago. Why can't we have Oscar But who in? else is chaotic on this show that he could be, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't know. I just feel like it was a miss, especially because, I don't know. I feel like that's a famous play, show, whatever. Yeah, everything. Yeah. yeah. I don't know much of let's okay, let's let's rewind a little bit and look at what else Tony Randall is from that maybe we've heard of. You know? 
Because we didn't really do that. Tony Randall, of course, famously from The Odd Couple. 1920 to... Two- oh my god, he was on the Magic School Bus! Was he really? Well, that's what comes up for me. Oh, this picture here? Yeah. It's a video. Wow, he was born February 26, 1920, passed away May 17th, 2004, at the age of 84. He's known for a bunch... Oh my god. Down with Love... How the Toys Saved Christmas. They did an odd couple movie in 93. Jesus Christ. Oh, yeah. You don't remember that? No. I do. He was in Gremlins 2, the new batch. He was the brain gremlin voice. No way. Oh, my God. That's so fucking funny. That Frasier-ass gremlin. That Honestly, I feel like Kelsey Grammer took all the roles that that Tony Randall would have had. Frasier-ass. Oh, my God. I didn't even think of that that. until I just said it. Jesus Christ. That was brilliant. Oh my god, the gnome's great adventure. I used to love the gnomes. David the gnome. So he was just like, uh, not just, but you know, he was a sitcom actor. <gasps> he was in My Little Pony the movie, and also um, a lot of other famous actors are in that movie. That's actually a good movie. Episodes the Flutter Lucy. Madeline Kahn's in that movie. <sighs> Give me a break. King. Oh, he's in The King of Comedy. Okay, I have always wanted to watch the movie, The King of Comedy. Is that the um, Scorsese uh, De Niro's a comedian, right? Or a, a talk show, and like, he, a, like a Carson he type? somebody to, like, Is Rupert Pumpkin, passionate yet unsuccessful comic who craves nothing more than to be in the spotlight and to achieve his, and to achieve this, he stalks and kidnaps his idol to take the spotlight for himself. And I've heard this movie is amazing. I've never seen it but either. I'm it like, is a Scorsese, correct? Yeah, so it's okay. probably three hours long. Yeah. I'm nervous. To, it's actually not. I should watch this. This is probably Scorsese's shortest movie at an hour and 49 minutes. Holy shit. Yeah. Did, I didn't know he knew how to do that. Me neither. Wow. But I heard that this movie can be at times uncomfortable, but I heard it's really good. What's Nothing can be as uncomfortable to watch as Taxi Driver. Yeah. That movie is so... I can't watch that movie anymore. Uh-huh. Uh. Uh. That's a very uncomfortable movie. Yeah. Anyway. Let's see what else... Tony Randall's show. He had his own show. Variety show, I imagine. Maybe that's From what... From when? Uh, maybe that's what Kathleen Hanna was talking about in Bikini Kill. Oh, maybe. Because she's talking about just, reruns. And it was just called Tony Randall. Tony Randall. And then she says, Mary Tyler Moore. Yeah. Molly Ringwald. Roseanne. <laughs> <laughs> so next backstage... Oh, The Odd Couple. Oh, he was in the TV series, The Odd Couple? Or was he... He yeah, wasn't he was in, in the, the play. T- Oh, I don't know if he was in the play also. He was in the TV series. I know that for sure. Backstage, Fozzie lifts Miss Piggy up off the floor, pointing out that she must weigh at least a ton. Floyd Pepper chimes in, that means she's lost some weight. Can I get a hey man? I haven't gotten a hey man. Hey man. Keep smoking. (laughs) Fozzie tries to defend her, telling Floyd that she must be terrified. Terrified? She's petrified. That's actually good. Gonzo joins in with his own jokes, telling Miss Piggy that she'll be back to normal thanks to his new book, Sandblasting Without Pain. During Kermit's introduction of Tony Randall, two nude raccoons come in, come on. Nude raccoons? In search of their raccoon coats taken for the number. The number is Tony sings Tai Pai Tin. With the female singers. I love this Again, new introduction the of these characters. the female singers. Oh, yeah, they are in barrels. That's why they're nude. So, Tai Pai Tin by Maria So, they Greenham. used the female singers last episode, too. They did. The female singers, So, of these course, were just, like, 
famously led in by the mind's eye of whoever Steve was like, Whitmire. what should we do? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? Like, they're a really cool build, though. I like these female singers. They're really neat looking, the Golden Girls, as they are. They look froggy to me. They look birdie. They look bird. One looks birdie, and the other two look like one looks like a frog, and one looks like a turtle. They have like the um the senor frogs logo looking frog face. This next sketch, though, it's like this Muppet looks like an old lady. I don't know how they make her look like that. It's so weird. Are you talking about the UK spot? Yeah. During the UK spot, the showman performs a lovely bunch of coconuts while Quango throws coconuts. Eventually, the coconuts join in. This woman is really weird looking. I This guy looks British, too. This yes, puppet. he does. This is absolutely British shit. So much so that, are you familiar with this song, Megan? Yeah, I've got a lovely bunch of coconuts. Made famous by Zazu from The Lion King, right? Oh, yeah. Rowan Atkinson, Mr. Bean himself. Yes. As a, you know, far as British shit goes. Absolutely, Mr. Bean. This was a good UK spot. It was a good A gorilla spot. performed by Jerry Nelson tries his luck at a coconut throwing attraction. Richard Hunt plays the showman, and Louis Gold portrays his lovely wife. That's his wife? Well, yeah, he, he's an that's, old man. That's though. the showman's wife. This fucking old. What is this? The showman? Is really cool looking. I wish we would see the him again. The showman is cool looking. Does the showman. Showman has his own mop? Of course I am does. the entertainer. Oh my god, this is so funny. The showman is literally just from this. That's it. But he has his own entry on here. We need to stop clicking hyperlinks. I like him. This morning, did you rewatch this episode today because you sent me pictures of Scooter in this like weird demon donkey phase? I didn't rewatch it, but I looked at the picture and then I put a pentagram over him in yeah. Photoshop. I love that. An upside down pentagram. I want a sticker of that, just yeah. the pentagram of Scooter as this donkey demon thing. But it's, he is so. Yeah, we should actually. This should be the next Watch the Muppet Show tonight. Uh, stickers. <laughs> Scooter, Scooter joins. Scooter joins Tony in his dressing room to watch as he tries to turn Miss Piggy back. Tony covers nearly every page in the book in an effort to help Miss Piggy. I I can't even read these fake spells that he does. In it, Latnar. Roslyn Gerald. Rizal Ivad Gib. New Drasir Zliag Divad Aznan Ebitz Irimti So far nothing's happened. None of them undo the stone turning spell. However, they succeed in changing Scooter into various creatures, including one that looks like Gonzo. Oh, I... I'm posting all the pictures of him that they have here. So they have one of him. Okay, they have Gonzo looks great with Scooter's hair. But I, with Scooter's, Scooter's hair. It's Scooter's little noodle hair with the turtleneck and the jacket. Scooter's noodle hair we haven't addressed yet. Does Scooter have... Megan? What? Does Scooter have dreadlocks? Scooter might have some sort of a dread situation going. But now... If Scooter were a human... He'd be white, right? He'd be orange. <laughs> He'd be orange. I'm just saying, I think uh, Scooter's well, hair might be appropriating had, a bit. Maybe, but he, he does look like he has textured hair, so we'll give him that. It is really cool. He has like Allegra's like really... window hair. He has what? Yes, he does have so Allegra's like... window hair. He has Allegra's window hair, and Allegra's window is, it's wild to me that that's not a Muppet 
property. A Legra's window. It's like the other thing that made like Eureka's Castle and yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah. that. Isn't that weird? It's like, what's the fake Lego? Dupe, no, um, Mega Blocks. Mega Blocks, yeah. She's made by Mega Blocks. Yeah. The, I mean, Henson stuff is Lego. Come on. Yeah, right? Henson like, stuff is Lego. Yeah. It's Target versus like Allegra's <laughs> Windows Walmart. <laughs> Dr. Teeth performs Poison Ivy as he does. Poison Ivy grows out of his piano and takes him. And I like this him. a little bit. It was this cute. is cool. And it's just like one of those little quick bits that like, you quick know. Bit, quick bit. In and out. In and out. We assume they filmed and then they're like, this episode's two minutes short. We need to end. And then they just throw that kind of thing yeah. in. You know? It was a cool little bit. <sighs> Up next is Pigs in Space. As we join our heroes, it's been a quiet day aboard the Swine Trek. Captain Link Hogthrob and Dr. Julius Strangepork are quite relaxed when the fir- when we first find them. Link poses the question, do you suppose it's because First Mate Piggy has turned to stone? First Mate Piggy! Strangepork explains that while in the old days she might have been turned to stone by a magic spell, she may have been turned by playing with the Petrification... Petri... <laughs> Petrification Tron. Petrification... Whatever. That word. Whatever. One of the Swine Trek's defense systems. Not only does it turn people into stone, it also changes them back, which Link accidentally does by pulling the lever. Miss Piggy's temporarily back to normal and is furious and determined to get even with everybody, including her crew. So before her, their quiet day is spoiled, Link and Strangepork turn her back to stone. I love when the sketches inter- like this is another weird example of like this sketch is seemingly happening in real life during yeah. the show. It's so strange. During the show, she just no other sketch show works like that. You I know? know, you don't watch SNL and then see things that happen in a sketch then overhang into another sketch. You know, I actually though in the seventies, yeah, they did yeah. that a couple times. Yeah, it's like it feels really unique to their format, and I like it. Yeah, I like you know? it too. I do like it too. But I think in the seventies they did do a couple. A, well, not a, it was it was rare, but a couple like with the bees, like with certain like yeah stupid stuff they would do. Because you know, like on this show, sometimes we've seen where like if. The swine trek ran over a monster, an alien in space, and then it ends up in the ship. It could then be in Vet's hospital in a yeah. couple sketches later because it needs to be resuscitated or whatever. I actually love that they I do that. I think it's so yeah. cool. It's such a weird yeah. thing. And SNL certainly didn't do it on that level. No. Next, Kermit finds Beauregard carrying Miss Piggy. When asked about it, this is how he sounds. <laughs> can't stand him. I'm sorry. When asked about it, Beauregard tells Kermit that he's clearing the stage. Bring back George. the statue to the prop closet. Bring From back the George. dad. Br- yes, resurrect him. <laughs> we'll use that scooter pentagram on the yeah. ground to resurrect him. So now before we get to Tony Randall's final bit here, it's Christmas. So I wanted to present you with something. This is a show gift, Megan. I feel like you always give me gifts on the show. Oh, I give you a gift. You give me a gift. I give you gifts yeah, sometimes we go too. Back and forth. This is a show gift. Get some ASMR going there. Yeah. This is a really well done rap. I'm a very good rapper. You're a very good I will good take rapper. pride in that. I'll, I'll admit. I'm it, a good you rapper. can't make noise when somebody like raps it so well though. Mm-hmm, I know. It's, and that's like a very stiff paper. It's a good. It's a good yeah. quality paper. You want to keep it? <gasps> oh yeah. This is pure nonsense. Now, for this the show. is what I will be doing with you mm-hmm. because no one would ever do this with me besides you. But it's the Muppets Mad Libs. 
It's so, and so stupid. And they teach you how to do Mad Libs in the front. You're just not born knowing how to do it. I know. Do you think... You... Oh, they actually do a quick review. Here's what an adverb is. Here's... I might need that. <laughs> Meg, what's an adjective? A description word. When you get home later, I need you to ask Hi the kids Hope. if they know what these Kermit are. Kermit the Frog here. They know what Mad Libs they are. They do? Yeah. Well, they're like old-timey kids sometimes, yeah. right? <laughs> but Lisa, of course, has played Mad Libs with them. Oh, my like, God. I wonder if my niece knows what Matt Doug, this are. is a great gift. Thank you. You're welcome. I figure next time we have a dud of an episode, we can uh, we can do a Mad Lib. I love that idea. <laughs> so, Tony Rindle recites The Green Eye of the Little Yellow God by J. Milton Hayes. As he does, Scooter shows up to inform Tony that he has found a spell to turn the statue into a pig. Pigskin. And as Tony says it, Miss Piggy returns to normal. Miss Piggy, who you calling pigskin, fish face? Tony tells Piggy that he was just ordering a football to go with his recitation. As Tony recites his poem, he's interrupted by football players, including Rizzo, chasing Miss Piggy. Yeah, Rizzo. Tony stops them asking for their cooperation. The players agree and start singing the fight song on Wisconsin. Tony continues unheard with his recitation. On Wisconsin. On Wisconsin is the fight song of the University of Wisconsin-Madison football team. From 1909 by William T. Purdy. Okay. With lyrics by Carl Beck. Old fight songs are so weird to me. And they just remind me of the Gilmore Girls. When, like, Richard Gilmore starts to tell the Yale fight song to Rory. Oh, my God, yeah. It all comes back to Gilmore Girls with me lately. At closing, Tony apologizes for turning Miss Piggy into stone. Kermit tells him not to worry about it and then asks how it happened. Tony explains what he did, repeats what he said, and turns Kermit into stone. Tony, I like Kermit in stone. Me too. It looks really cool. Like, this looks like the kind of statue that they would put out front of the theater or something. Yeah. You know? I'm so sorry. Tune in next time. Find out. Will an ugly girl kiss Kermit and turn him back? Yeah, I don't know. And then Piggy's right there. I and thought Piggy's that was right like there. an so insinuation. Another, yeah. yeah. Another mean joke. Oh, wow. Okay. In our edits here. When aired on Nickelodeon, Dr. Teeth's song, Poison Ivy, was cut, as well as most of Kermit's intro to Tai Pai Tin. You know what's so funny? On Disney+, Plus, Tai Pai Tin was cut. I was like, what the Wait, fuck I didn't, is this I, number? That's so funny. I didn't remember seeing that either. Dude, I read all the notes. Why we did they cut it? stone face. What's just like, Tai Pai yup, Tin? I but I no saw idea. this episode last week, though, this so you know how my brain works. This was with the female singers. I'm like, I don't remember the female singers. I don't remember it either. Now. Hilarious. I love that we both were like, we watched this a couple days ago. We watched it way but, long ago. And like, even when you had texted me when you were watching it about Scooter as Gonzo, I must have turned away from the screen at that one moment, and I missed it. I had to go back and rewatch it to see that. It's so funny how sometimes this show, I just miss stuff. I need to, maybe... You need to pay attention. Maybe you need to pay attention. All around this episode, uh, we don't give numerical score ratings, but out of five, I would give this episode a two and a half. I would say this episode was meh. It was fine. Yeah, Yakety was, Yak was good, and then the rest yes. of it, I and it like what a strong start to then like kind lovely of bunch of coconuts, out. decent enough I UK did like spot, that for a UK spot. Yeah, but like besides that, nah. Yeah, it um, they're sleeping on the job. Without giving any spoilers out, I was really surprised that the episode with the actor that I knew was not so great. But next week, Megan, next week. Well, th- I'll tell you why. Because next week, the main event were the Muppets. Yes. You're absolutely right. 
This is more about like Tony like kind of putzing around. Yeah, like Tony doing shit. Yeah. The next episode is like more Muppet centric. It definitely is. Our next episode next week we're watching the Mac Davis episode. Who I had no idea who that was. I know, right? Mac Davis episode five fourteen. Beaker tests Muppet Lab's new Beaker. copier machine, ultimately failing. Oh, ultimately falling into it and getting made into seven copies of himself. The multiple beakers gang up on Bunsen, and the doctor is forced to wear a disguise and hide from his assistants. This episode sounds well. I mean, I'm saying it sounds bananas, but sounds it bananas. is bananas. This episode it was is so good. Bananas. Tune in next time to eat the bananas. Yeah. Um. You know, you can if if you're enjoying the show, you can watch episode. What am I doing? Why am I not sure Message how to ramp us. Out? Thank you. Why can't I ramp down? Wait, we got a good review from someone from Canada. We did get a good review. Do you have it handy? No. We promised we would read these reviews. I'm going to f- open it now on my phone because we should really share that. I was putzing around with the reviews and looking at things, and I didn't realize that on our console. Oh, actually, I do have it. I have it right here. Okay, good. On the thing that I usually read the reviews from, I can't see ones that are in Canada. And I just want to shout out to this Zeppo Mikey. Zeppo Mikey for <clears throat> this wonderful review. Five stars. It says, I absolutely adore this pod. It's so cool to find other people who are as into the Muppets as I am. You guys are awesome. Keep up the good work. Well, we certainly do love the Muppets, so thank you very much. Thank you. Okay, so you could leave a nice five star review just like that, and we'll read it on the air yeah. and tell you how much we love you. Zeppo and you don't Mikey, have to live you. in Canada to do it. You don't have to live in Canada. You can live anywhere. Though, I mean, of course, you are the famously nicest people. You are the famous, and we love Canada. Our we love Canada. our bestie friend is yes. in Canada right now. Yes. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. She was born there. Born that way. She was. Just like Lady Gaga. Just like Lady Gaga. So leave us a review. Some French write Canadian. Us a nice thing. Send us messages, Megan. Message us. And until next week. Thanks for the gum off, Tony Randall.